Greetings and salutations. This is Gary J representing St. Louis Anarchy, and you're listening to the best to STL Beyond FM. Beyond FM. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. The 314. St. Louis. Beyond FM. The best of everything STL. They said it was just a good story, one that would soon come to an end. They expected us to be satisfied with how far we've come. We're not satisfied. We're here to prove that the past is merely a point of reference and not a predictor of the future. Our team is relentless. We've overcome adversity. We've delivered at the most crucial times. Do you think we have their attention now? You think they can hear us? It's bigger than us. It's about our city, all of us together, pushing towards the same goal. This is about our dream, about chasing immortality, a collective idea, a singular goal. Do you want it? Do you want to be a part of the greatest time in our history? Together, we're going to dig deep and give everything we have because this, this is all we know. Our eyes are on the ultimate goal. Story that will be told for generations to come. And they think we're at the end. Hey, buddy, we're still here. Parental discretion is strongly advised. It's sports and local music wrapped up into one. It's Hat Tricks with Patrick on Beyond FM. Regulators, mount up!
tonight And this is the moment that I live for I can smell the ocean air Here I am Pouring my heart onto these rooftops Just a ghost cooler if you did. Beyond FM.
It is the best of everything STL Beyond FM. Happy Monday night to you all. There's the Jackal from Outrun the Fall. Before that, we had Story of the Year with Anthem of Our Dying Day and some urge to go along with it. Loving some at STL flavor. Speaking of STL flavor in the house tonight, the one and only Gary. Gary fucking J. Grab the mic, Gary. There's a mic right next to you, bro. What am I supposed to do with my hands? <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. What is happening, brother? How you been, man? Uh, let's see. I haven't slept in probably a month and a half, uh, and I'm very busy. So, uh, yeah, that pretty much sums up my life at the very moment. I'm not complaining, though. Not complaining? Not complaining. I wake up every morning. Or if you don't fall asleep, you don't got to wake up. I, well, I mean, that's that's true. I, I very seldomly get any sleep on the weekends, too, myself. So I feel like... Weekends? So. This is everyday life. So, man, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> man, it's, it, so I'm trying to remember the last time I saw you, you were uh, flying out of the ring and going face first into the concrete way over in Granite City for Oh, show. yeah. I think the last show you we just briefly talked about before we decided to have a party on a Monday night was... Uh, <laughs> I believe it was Circus Maximus, St. Louis Anarchist's return at the beautiful, balmy, humidity-ridden fucking Elks Lodge in Grand City, Illinois. That is true. But, hey, the good news is, is yeah, I laid out my heart. My head, yeah, CT is kicking in right now. <laughs> I did land on my dome, but, hey, at least there was 500-plus people there to watch me land on my dome. Yeah, so, at I the mean, end of the day. You, could t- like, you want to talk about a moment in time where it was like, the whole air got sucked out of the building in that moment. Uh, Doug, There's me, not a lot of air in that building. I mean, true, because it was outside. But, Doug, let me paint this picture for you. Last match of the night. <laughs> Last match of the night. By the way, Doug is in the building, too. Doug's in the, in the show. So, hi, Dougie. In How's the it going? Show. No, he, he's yeah. the co-host. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do a bad. Good I evening. Didn't, I didn't do a good introduction for Doug, so I apologize for that, Douglas. I'll get you next time. Let's get ready to rumble. Oh, God, we're going to get sued. Thanks. Appreciate that. Probably, yeah. The uh, it's time and let's get ready to rumble are actually are yeah are trademarked by both the Buffer Brothers, and if you use that like their voice without their consent or anything like that, like use their phrase without their consent, you can get sued. They sound so much better than me. That was definitely not their voice. There you are, Big Picture, Austin Three Sixteen, Grand City, Illinois, Alex Lodge. Good day. Flying out of space. There's the scene. No air in the building. Go. Where's your head at? That's you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the best Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonation I've ever heard. Seriously. Impersonation. I'm Stone Cold tonight. <laughs> 316 just said I whipped your ass. You sorry. Son of a bitch. <laughs> By the way, Gary, there is a microphone next to you, so you guys don't have to share. But, Doug, okay, I'm <laughs> trying to get this out. To elaborate on what Gary just said, it is Stone Cold E, uh, Stone Cold and E's. He always said Stone Cold E.T. Have you ever seen that, Stone Cold E.T.? Uh-uh. It's awesome. Look it up on YouTube. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, he's fighting for the, the STL Anarchy Heritage Championship. Gateway Heritage Championship. Gateway Heritage Championship. Uh, 
what was it, Jeremy Wyatt? It was Jeremy Wyatt. And they work. are they are having a banger of a match. Like it is full on chop fest. It is full on stiff strikes. Everything. You know that match went an hour, right? Yes, it did. Yeah, it was a horrible one. <laughs> <laughs> Which we're going to talk about that later on the night too. So he take he finally gets uh, Wyatt outside and he goes for a suicide dive through the middle of the ropes. I'm pretty sure Wyatt just moved the last second or you caught your foot on the ropes, but either way, he goes, it's like he had the flight ability of a one ton brick, just straight out and splat. And you hear nothing but flesh hit the concrete. And there are no mats there. No. He takes a full on header into the ground and everybody just instantly just like, freaked out no like everybody had to move from one side of the ring to the other just to make sure gary was still moving let alone breathing oh yeah i mean i don't worry i was a-okay <laughs> <laughs> that story reminds me especially if you caught your foot on the rope oh, uh, yeah. just about every time somebody does a suicide dive in aew because they are hey. the most unclean dives. Hey, let's well, not let's learn how to fucking catch people too. That's let's like, not <laughs> let's not start calling out companies and stuff like that, man. That's not what we're here for. Come on. Well, I brought my shovel. We're burying somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of burying somebody, I mean, you got to bury. Uh, you're gonna try to bury Davy Vega oh, next month. He's already been dead for years. Uh, I guess so. No. <laughs> Pick up the damn microphone, man. You're I don't want to. I'm just holding things. <laughs> Saint, <laughs> this is like a, this St. Louis <laughs> Anarchy Bury Alive match coming up. Yeah. No, not no. at all. We don't have the proper production or funds for that. We would never do that. You would never be able to pull that off? No. What? I can We're get a back. the World Wrestling Federation. That's why. <laughs> I can get a backhoe. I'm sure you can. <laughs> we don't need one. We're just going to have an actual professional wrestling match. So there's a fucking thought. <laughs> You're not into gimmick matches and stuff like that? I love gimmick matches, but like, why would Gary J be in a Barry Live match? I'm not the Undertaker well, or I my mean, mankind. But hold on. Undertaker is your favorite wrestler, I'm not, if I'm not wrong. Yes. yes. And it is the event I am sh- pretty sure for Rise, your dead. dead. Yeah. yeah. So it would fit. No. Yeah, but sure as hell wouldn't. Sorry, <laughs> not, 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 not. <laughs> he won't do it. Gary full on won't do a buried alive match right here, right now. Well, first of all, we're well, not right now, but concrete like, everywhere. I'm not doing no, that. But I'm saying, yeah. but I'm saying, like you wouldn't do a buried alive match at all. The only time I would do a buried alive match is if I was working for the World Wrestling Federation, because they could actually pull it off with production and what needs to be done. I almost said Vincent Kennedy and McMahon, and I realized technically he's not in charge anymore. Nope, 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 he is not. I always believe in what Triple H, so. You're you're, you're drinking the Kool-Aid for Triple H, huh? I've been a World Wrestling Federation guy since birth. So there's no, so you're not into AEW right now, or at all? I mean, no. Huh? I, like I said, I think there's good stuff going on, and I also just don't get most of it. And it just seems like a whole bunch of people. Too many, uh, too many chefs in the kitchen. Not enough actual people. That I, I, yeah, I could see that because I think that's a lot of people's like hang up with AEW is the fact that there's like too many people, too many uh, quote the boys are in charge, and it's definitely not. That's not how you well. actually. I mean, some stuff's great by all means. Like the guys are a top player. Anything John Moxley touches is amazing. He's doing shit right. 
then there's other random shit. It's like, well, they just pretty much wrote that themselves just so they could do that. Like, like you said, the boys in charge is not a good idea. I mean, we saw that in St. Louis when uh, the elite became tag team champions in a ladder match because well, there was certain, there was certain there, there was stipulations that went along but, with that. The Bucks were initially, I know, I think the Hardys were supposed to win that night. Yeah, and with Jeff getting in trouble, and then they had to call an all, basically call an audible that that night and shit. And I and I, I feel if we're sounding too much like Marks right now, I apologize, uh, Gary. So. We're all marks. We all like wrestling. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because well, it's, it's how dare you talk about wrestling? You're, this you're is guy, horrible. But you're a guy on the inside, though. You're you're yeah. I'm of, on the inside. You're right. one of the guys. You're one of the boys in the right. locker room. Please so don't use that term. One of the boys. I hate that fucking term. Really? I am a professional wrestler, and I share a locker room with people. And that was one of the boys. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna definitely dive deeper into this kind of subject. Uh, a lot more stuff coming up. For the show tonight, it is the hat trick. Here we are live from seven to nine, uh, playing the best of everything STL. We're going to talk some football. Doug is not too happy about his picks from this past week. Eh, it happens. Hey, did the uh, Chicago Bulls win their football game? They sure did. Hell yeah, they did. (laughs) (laughs) We're definitely going to talk a little bit of baseball. Albert got number 700. Mr. 700. I saw a graphic with that. It was pretty cool. Yeah, and we're going to. Definitely get into some road stories. Going to dive deeper into the man, the myth, the St. Louis legend himself. He would never call himself that. (laughs) He's shaking his head furiously right now. Absolutely not, right? Uh, I'm just a guy. (laughs) I appreciate the accolades and the night. Thank you, but I'm terrible at taking compliments. And somebody's knocking on home run history in the AL. Yes. Well, Maybe a future Cardinal, too. There's a possibility for that. Don't spoil it too much. That's a tease. That is one thing they teach you in radio is to tease. It's not me. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a break. We're going to come right back and play some, uh, I think we're going to play a little bit more Urge and plus the 45. It's all coming up next on Beyond FM. Last night was a bitch for me. I didn't even see it coming. The bad, bad of harsh reality The something connecting the nothing of you and me You were sounding kind of scratchy So I checked the connection Maybe I checked the doctor for hearing correction Can't speak too highly On the subject of high fidelity
of everything STL. We mean everything. Oh, would you look at this? <laughs> Just look at it. Yeah, well. What the heck is that? <laughs> this is Beyond FM. <laughs>
smoking gun. Billy gun? Yeah, Billy gun. The 45, there was smoking gun. Before that, we had the urge with uh, too much stereo. It's Monday night. And yes, Gary, say it. We're live, pal. We're live, pal. I don't know if you get that reference, though. You get that reference? No, I really don't, but it's hilarious. It's JR talking to Sid Vicious at, I believe it was something. It's in your house. Yeah, it was in your house. Sid was known for his great promos. (laughs) (laughs) He wanted to re, he went, he uh, messed up his promo, tries to go back, and he, uh, he's like, no, can we do this again? And JR JR goes, we're live, pal. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta miss your house. Those were some good pay-per-views. And they all were honesty. only two hours, and they were only $15. Really? Yeah. Now you have WrestleMania. That's two days and six hours. And 60 bucks a night. Which, <laughs> See, it's worth it. No. <laughs> Is it? No, 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 no. Yeah. You're, you're, you're mixing up the companies. As long as you have Peacock, well, and you pay your monthly subscription. If you don't have Peacock, if you're not that fortunate, you still have to order it off the in how off the in pay per view. It's Do still people actually buy pay, like okay. Why? I don't know. I don't why know. would you spend sixty one hundred and twenty dollars for two nights of wrestling? And yes, I'm a huge wrestling fan. When you can pay fourteen ninety nine for the entire month and get your your wrestling pay per view. That's a good point. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know either, but a lot of people still want to buy the pay-per-view probably. Well, because like WrestleMania is the Super, it's like the Super Bowl. It's like the World Series. Even if you don't watch wrestling or those sports, you still watch those games or that, yeah. you know, event. Yeah. Like a lot of people still say, you know, I only watch the Super Bowl for like the commercials and stuff like that. Are you still watching the game? Yeah, exactly. You still watch the I game. I just watch so. it for the free food and... No, beer. you attend the game, the the parties for oh. the free food. Oh man! Well, I mean, subtle difference. Super Bowl ticket prices are insane. Yeah, I can't afford them. What the hell? I mean, I just looked and saw what was it? Uh, Albert's uh, last Saturday, Friday home game for the Cardinals this this coming Friday. There is bleacher seats left field for about ten grand. So uh, we're, we're going right. Yeah. Break out <laughs> your credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, <laughs> minor time, minor towing shows up and says, "Hey, uh, what's this ten thousand uh, dollars for the seat here at Bush Stadium for?" I thought Tony was no taking idea. care of us. Oh God, you see our setup right now. Tony, <laughs> Tony couldn't even afford Top Ramen right now, <laughs> let alone getting us an actual good setup. Okay, so, not Top Ramen. <laughs> I got like six bags upstairs. You're a Top Ramen whore. That's why. Hey, for twenty eight cents, man, you gotta live poor sometime. All right. You choose. So, okay. Okay. Here we are. For those that are just now tuning in, uh, the sultry voice you hear to my left, the one and only Gary J. Can't call him the St. Louis legend because. Because I refuse that name. (laughs) St. Louis anarchy legend. How about that? How about. No. Damn. How about Gary? Gary fucking J. I don't think we need to cuss that one. (laughs) Yeah, it would get pretty excessive uh, later on, pretty much so. All right, so we got to talk a little uh, football to start things off because, you know, this is a sports show, not just a wrestling show. We're going to talk some sports. All right, hand me my tennis racket. Dougie's not too happy this week. Granted, he did not finish in last place. Uh, Brad Millibeats from 314, he got six wrong. Dougie got eight, and... I got 10 right. 
So I, th- I think he, I think he changed his, uh, I didn't change his, his, his picks because everything is still down. How we wrote it down. I see some white out on that paper. Oh, no, I could even pull, hold it up to Facebook live and Facebook live. will even tell you Pittsburgh gets taken out. So everybody had that one wrong. Doug, for some reason, took Baltimore over the Patriots and he was right. Because the Patriots don't have anything. Well, also Mac Jones got hurt during that game. Everybody picked the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Brad took Las Vegas to take out Tennessee, and Tennessee ends up winning. <laughs> Everybody took Kansas City, and Indy ends up with the victory. Yeah, no. Which was, which was seriously surprising. And I know Doug is pissed off, but is he as pissed off about this next pick from uh, this certain coach? In the first place in the AFC East. Bill's first Buffalo takes loss to Miami, and then... Yes, they were shorthanded. <laughs> the the Buffalo head co- or offensive coordinator blows a gasket in the coaching uh, in the coaching booth up top, and he gets caught on national TV. And that is all anybody is talking about right now. Here's the thing, and we talked about this last week. I said that I was going to put Tui in as quarterback because I had a feeling that Miami could do something after Tui's week two. By the way, it's Tua. Tui. Tua. Because he put a Tui on my uh, my pick for this week. You when I went for, for the, you? I didn't. I ended up not putting them in. <laughs> uh, Miami takes out Buffalo. Everybody took Minnesota to win. They were right about that. I was the only one to take the Jets over Cincinnati, and Cincinnati wiped the floor with the Jets. So that one was on me. It's Bengals also, time. Philadelphia takes out Washington. You and Brad were right. I was wrong. I still can't believe I went with this. Jacksonville to take out the Chargers. And the Chargers end up losing. I can't I was believe right. it. I got that one right. I can't believe I got that one right. Rams over Arizona. Brad was wrong about that. You and I got that one right. You two took Seattle. I took Atlanta. And Atlanta gets the victory. Which, another surprise. <laughs> there was a bunch of surprise upsets this yeah, week, Yeah, there guys. was. Green Bay takes down Tampa Bay. You and Brad took Tampa Bay. I took Green Bay. And then your 49ers lose by one single point to the Denver Broncos. And you know what's funny is I picked Tampa, but I put Green Bay's defense in for the game and won off their defense. Uh, you got to love fantasy football and in that aspect. <laughs> Uh, biggest numbers for the week. Lamar Jackson scores 48 points for the quarterback position. Khalil Herbert from Chicago gets 28. Devontae Smith got 22. And Philadelphia's defense took 21. Some uh, week four projections. Yeah, if you're looking for some waiver wire stuff, Pittsburgh's projected 7.9 on the waiver wire right now. Carson Wentz is projected 21, which I may need him if uh, Justin Herbert's out for any extended period of time. You don't even have a quarterback on your for your team right now, do you? Huh? Justin Herbert, he's still in. I mean, granted, he only got 15 <laughs> points, but... You got Herbert and Deshaun Watson, so... Uh, You're not supposed to tell everybody about Deshaun Watson. That's supposed to be a secret. Come on. Zay Jones, he got 14.5 uh, last week, and he's only projected seven points, but he's worth taking a look at. So what's your uh, projection... For this week, are you looking to win or lose this week in your in your leagues? Oh, I've already won. Uh, both we both uh, came clean up players already, and uh, I won by like thirty points. All right. And then what about the other one? Oh, the other one I lost by like twenty points. Uh-huh. Um, I made a mistake and uh, 
bench the player or actually forgot to switch them out. And uh, uh, the cardinal rule of yeah. fantasy football always keep an eye on your team. Basically, I I've had you know moments of that too. Amari Cooper three and zero this week. If basically Sterling Shepard, Zeke, and Dallas's defense for some unknown reason, one person is starting that entire situation. He's starting his one of his wide receivers against his defense. There's a four point differential of Sterling Shepard scores. You know, he goes from 20 points for his defense down to eight. That doesn't make really much sense, but he can do what he wants and lose. And hey, I, I started a, you know, Green Bay's defense and Tampa Bay's uh, kicker. So. <clears throat> Which isn't the dumbest thing in the world, but then again, it's not really the smartest thing in the world. You normally don't want to really start your de- starting defense against like some of your top end players, right? So, <clears throat> or usually anyone you're playing against that week. Yeah, we gotta do Pete. We're gonna do uh, week four picks uh, later on. We don't want to get Gary a little too bored here, so because you know, oh, I'm ready for the courts. Ready for the courts? Yeah, we can go play football. Uh, we got to dribble that football, and yeah. one of these days we're gonna actually gonna get a sports person on this show. So probably gonna be Vega. I'm trying. Vega to- is the king of no basketball. Him and him and Jackson love basketball. Yeah, I've seen I've, I've seen Jackson show up to like a lot of different like events when he's not like supposed to be in the ring and he's wearing like some kind of basketball jersey. Yeah, so. he, he plans vacation trips just around uh, like fuck, like Cleveland games. And like, yeah, it might be the only sports name I know. It's uh, I don't know, but uh, yeah, the basketball is their thing. They, I, ironically, used to play basketball like once a week, just goofing around with them and everybody. But like, we all got busy. Everybody got lives, had to get jobs, all that kind of shit. So, well, no, this was like a couple weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you can still have a life and have a job and go like you know, shoot a couple hoops with the boys. Training kicked in, and they, they, they had to stop for a second. Speaking of training, man, like, so for those, so I, so, you know, where did you get, uh, basically get started at? Uh, where did I start at? Uh, I started with a professional wrestling ring out in Burns Mill on the side of a trailer. That's the first day of training was on the side of someone's trailer. Good old Jefferson County. <laughs> I love Jefferson County. I'm a Jefferson County kid. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm hey, from the sticks myself. Hey, Fox. Have you seen how his uh, his bumpers being held on? That was from the North Co. Jeff Co. Boy. Oh, it's like a couple zip ties here. Yeah, couple zip ties. It anything. This, this guy right here is the most Jefferson County North County person I've ever met in my entire life. Hey, what whatever works works. You know when. The stove gets broke. You put a stick in a in a hose, and you put that in the back, and it fixes the the uh, the oven. You, you mess your bumper up, put a couple zip ties on it, and it's good to go. <laughs> which I've, seen, out, I've seen worse. Which shout out to Real McCoy Body Work. I'm going to them next week to get my car fixed. So appreciate that. So back to you. We keep getting a little sidetracked here with that. So started Doesn't out. Doesn't take much. Started out in Burns Mill. Yep. Started out in Burns Mill, basically. Uh, I was hanging out with a buddy of mine who used to be me and uh, Matt Jackson's like best friend, not the Young Bucks. Uh, <laughs> we have to emphasize that uh, Matt Jackson that we are referring to is the proprietor for St. Uh, Louis Anarchy, yeah. not Matt Jackson from AEW. 
Yeah, not one of the young bucks. But or is he one of the young bucks? You'll never know because I'm good at lying. You'll never see him in the same place. <laughs> just yeah. put it that way. Exactly. Exactly. So no, basically went to high school with Pete and Matt. Uh, we all started hanging out, and I think when I was like tenth grade, so you're looking at like two thousand and like two. Like Pete worked at a bar because Pete was like twenty six years old and still in high school. That's a different story. <laughs> and uh yeah. He was like, I'm just going to hang out here. I go, I think you're breaking the law, Pete. But anyways, uh, he worked at a, a bar. I forgot the name of the bar. It was in Fenton. Anyways. Bobby's Place? No. Then This is like before Bobby's Place was around. Yeah. It, was in, it was right across the street from Doctor from uh, Johnny O's or whatever. Ooh, okay. Uh, I, know, I know the area. Grandma's Grill. Bam. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I don't even know if that's still there. I don't there. think it's still there. Grandma's Grill or Johnny O's? Uh, Johnny O's is gone, too. Porn place is gone. Yeah. What is Fenton doing with themselves? I don't know. They've just they got Doctor John's now. Yeah, it's uh, oh yeah. So it's Doctor. Ironically, yeah, Pete has worked at Doctor John's. <laughs> Did he open Doctor John's? No. Is Dr. he really Doctor John? Uh, I don't know. It depends what day you catch him on. <laughs> um, so basically. Grandboy's Grill. It's ba- it was it's like further around the back, like around like you. Yeah, that- walk through the back door. It's weird. No, no, no. Like to be able to get there, you're you're not talking about like the uh, the KFC that's like in next to like Gold's Gym. No, no, that it's down it's, the road. Yeah, it's down the road around the bend yep. and right there, like the next to where Napa yep. used to be. Napa it's, just closed down. Once recently. once you go past Dicky Bub's Bar, which is right by the bridge, you've gone too far. Okay. Yeah, these are all real places. Yes, yes. <laughs> Shout out to Fenton. Yeah, grew up there. It. I grew up there in the trailer park. <laughs> but uh, basically, met some people. They were starting to train. Like, oh, you want to be a professional wrestler? I was like, well, hell yeah, I do. And obviously, these people trained me everything they knew one day. So that's clearly not how it's done. No. I, I meet other people. I end up meeting Nick Tyson, Adam Raw, who he runs a gym in Fenton now, Sam Richardson. And... Uh, I get most of my training from them. Shout out to Sam. Yeah, I guess. He's I. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we train, and then we just kind of start just grifting around and learning different things. And then uh, Dingo, who's like, he's an actual St. Louis legend. Like, Dingo, thank That's you. That's why they had the, the Dingo, Dingo Invitational. Yeah. 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 He's not dead or anything. He's still alive. He was there. So, you know. <laughs> Shout out I, to I, I really wondered that too myself. Was like, wait, I thought Dingo was still alive. No, definitely. I, like they definitely did that invitation. I've been wanting to ask, and I just didn't want to sound like an idiot. But yeah, no, that's th- okay. Thanks for point, anyways. Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. Shout out to Troy. <laughs> Man, y'all can go fuck yourselves tonight. So Good to you, Troy. A lot of uh, a lot of traveling with Dingo in the early years, and then it just kind of learn as you go a lot of like as I tell people and now people that I help you gotta get reps and you gotta learn so like I would travel and go anywhere I would basically go out there and have atrocious matches and didn't matter to me because I was learning didn't know it was bad because back then I was in a wrestling ring I didn't care fast forward 20 years later I can I know the difference between good and bad and what to do and what not to do it's it's definitely very unique it's like a different lifestyle it's like being in a circus like you're on the road a lot Clearly, like, you're not traveling seven, eight days a week. Yeah, there's eight days in a week sometimes. Like, <laughs> it's not like, you know, you're traveling seven days a week like, you know, they used to back in the, like, late 80s, early 90s for, like, WWF house shows where they do a fucking seven days a week and then two shows on Sunday because they'd have the A and B loop on Sundays. But, uh, like, yeah, I would just travel and learn and do everything I could, and that's... Kind of all just snowballed and like obviously what I am now, which is 
nobody. You say you're nobody, but I guarantee you, you say any wrestling fan around St. Louis like Gary J, and they'll know who we're talking about. I would hope so. And if that's the case, let me just throw my PayPal out there so they can just throw money. <laughs> I mean, you said your own documentary come out too, not not too long ago, right? Yeah, that was really cool. That was just like I always I love documentaries, and then obviously professional wrestling and documentaries are hand in hand. Some of my favorite movie or documentaries are about wrestling or wrestlers or whatever. Were you a fan of the uh, Dark Side of the Ring? Oh, stuff? I loved it. I loved it. It was fucking awesome. Like, because a lot of that stuff, like especially like the, uh, which one was it? Like, so they all they all run together after you watch it. The New Jack one per se, because that dude's always been nuts. I mean, he, He's but, crazy. Yeah. But I loved New Jack because I was a huge ECW fan, and like, because ECW was different. I was like, that's real, you know. So like watching him do cocaine and jump off balconies was what I was about, you know. So like, <laughs> so then you watch that and like the dude just nuts, you know. I'm not really speaking ill will of the deceased because I think these are all known facts. About right, that, I think I'm pretty sure there wasn't a like, like. I don't think there's a person alive that would uh, dispute that fact that New Jack was kind of like not all there. No, exactly. The so New like, Jack wouldn't argue that himself. No, not, no, at, all. not at all. But like the documentary happened. Basically, I met the right people. Zach, shout out to you. Uh, he did it all. He just. Like, huge wrestling fan, and he actually he was like, you're one of the reasons I got back into wrestling. I was like, oh, yeah? He's like, I was at a Glory Pro show. And you sit there and say you're not a St. Louis legend, but you got motherfuckers coming up and telling you that they're you're the reason why you're they're getting back into wrestling. Let me finish this story here, okay? <laughs> Put your pants on. I think Pat's trying to work himself to get in a, a nice chop tonight. No, not at all. Mine on the clock. That ain't happening. <laughs> so, I've asked him for one before, but he won't do it. I so. refuse to. No, yeah. it's... No, I'm just, just mild mannered me. Uh, so basically, he was like, you and uh, War Horse's match at Glory Pro like got me back into professional wrestling. And we started talking, and he's like, I edit and do this. And then started talking. I was like, hey, man, it would be fun to do like a five to ten minute YouTube like doc about like just certain aspects. So we started with like kind of an idea, a rough outline, and then it ended up being like almost an hour documentary. I think it's called what, Gary J. Or Pro Wrestling. Pro Wrestling Saved My Life. You know the name, life. I don't yeah, I'm yeah. fucking in the thing. Pro Wrestling Saved My Life is like Gary J story or something like that. Basically, yeah. And like through the documentary, like it tells a story like because obviously pro wrestling is my life, but like I'm not a superhero, never am going to be, never will be because superheroes aren't fucking real. But like it really shows. Spoiler alert, shit. Oh, oops. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, kids. <laughs> Where is he? Uh, basically, it, it shows that it's okay not to be okay. If you watch it, you're like, oh, like this guy who, you know, gets thrown around, gets thrown in the walls and like fights for a living. Mentally, it's OK not to be OK, because clearly, you know, mental uh, health is like super important. I, I'm a very big advocate of it. And like this is going to get serious for a second. But like, go ahead. I've went through so many dark times and like didn't know what to do until my buddy like, in the documentary. I said, Sean Orleans is like, you should probably go to therapy. Sean and Brittany, my girlfriend now, who. She's actually my second ex-wife. That's a whole different fucking diatribe. But, like, we're back together. All fun and games. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> basically, uh, yeah, like, I eventually snapped and had to go to therapy and, like, realized, like, oh, fuck. Like, the way we were all brought up is, like, you don't deal with your, your problems. You oh, no. Just, you, Absolutely you, you, not. you keep moving forward. Because back then, things were so different. Like, mom and dad would just be like, well, you'll be fine. Eh, not blaming them, but at the same time, it's like, not really. Like, right. You should probably talk about this or maybe cry. 
here's like, I, I full on agree with that. And here's one thing that I always like find too, is that people kind of like gloss over is the fact that, you know, our parents will sit there and say stuff along the lines of like, Oh, we did our best. That's me. That to me, that, that, that's, that's, that's basically doing their bare minimum. Well, that's, I, mean, I kind of agree, but don't because they did the best they knew of because they may not know everything. Like people act like you have life answers. No one has life answers. Like, People act like, oh, well, parents, people with kids, like, you figure it out like that. You don't. Right. Guess it's what? a lot of trial and You're error. You're going to fuck up. Shit happens. Trial and error. Like, the biggest advice I was given is just love that child. True. You know? Boy, this went like a whole left direction. See? No, no, no. You're good. You're good. We, like, we appreciate it. So. But, like, exactly. Because if people don't know by now, I have a, a, a one-month-old. I have a child. I don't even think I knew that. Yeah, no. Like, I've it's not very public. No. But yeah, James Ryan is a fucking killer. Uh, he was born, shit, I should know his birthday. Uh, what is it, August 23rd at like four in the morning? Bro, congrats, man. Yeah. Well, I'm not really public with it, but like that's how a lot of like when you said, oh, like we did our best, it's like, eh, I can see your point, but like there's no answers. There's no handbook to anything we're doing, especially it's- parenting. That's why you haven't slept in the last week and a half. I exactly. mean, exactly. Yeah, the hints. I now, that, now, now that statement makes sense. Like you haven't slept in a month, and I was like, "What the fuck have you been doing, man?" And like I, you haven't, I haven't like, seen like a bunch of stuff about you going on the road or anything like that. But then, damn, now you got a one month old, so now it makes sense. Well, I, I took uh, I took uh, a couple weeks off, most of September off, so I could acclimate and help Brittany. Because Brittany, I will shout out to her. She may listen to this, watch or whatever. I'll let her know. I I, I gave her probably. She is a maniac. She. She's wanted to be a mom forever, but, like, she's absolutely killing the game. And I'm not just saying that because she's loved my life, but, like, thank you so much for being the fucking mother of my child because without her, James would probably be in the car still. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to touch I've on... I've never before. She's actually... She's nice. She's awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. Go ahead, man. I want to touch on mental health real quick because, one... What a great segue because he's... It is September, number one. It is uh, Suicide, suicide Awareness oh, Month. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I run the Corporal Jacob Mann Foundation for Suicide Awareness and Veterans and Military. And I was at a event this past weekend with um, the Missouri uh, Mental Health Board and a bunch of other uh, mental health organizations. And one of the biggest things about mental health is it's not talked about enough. Mental health is something that we've been taught and trained and embedded in our head that mental health, it's only something, and this is going to sound really bad, but only something that females endure. hundred percent. I agree with that. Men, it's a, it's, it's a, it's like a dirty type of stigma. Basically you want to talk about your mental health and it's like more or less like people kind of like shun you a little bit for it. So men are not supposed to be emotional people. We're supposed to hold everything in. We're supposed to, Keep take care of our families. We're supposed to be, no matter what's going on in our lives, we're supposed to be there. We're supposed to take care of things. And that's completely wrong. And the the nicest thing is, is you're starting to see it more and more on the radios about getting out there, getting the help that's needed. And I couldn't agree more. I've been there myself, um, went to rehab for PTSD, uh, suicidal ideation, alcoholism, and it's those little things that men hold in that people just don't see because we're supposed to just put this mask over everything. And with you, 
I mean, it's got to be the same way with when you're in the ring and you're traveling all the time is you, you got to put those emotions away. What's really going on in your life to make sure you can perform at the top level. Oh, by all means. And like my documentary is full circle. This is like during the documentary that that's the story. It's like, it's okay to not be okay to realize that, yeah, I need help. And like, I've, I would purposely go try to harm myself in the ring a lot of times when I was going through some dark shit because I didn't care about anything else. Like, you fucking the world. Clearly not the answer, but you get older and you learn, and obviously we're in times now where it's okay to go, yeah, I got, I'm fucked up. Like, I need to go talk to somebody or go cry. Or, like, you know, a lot of people get devices of, like, alcohol or drugs because they don't want to deal with their emotions, so they just drink away. You know what I mean? And obviously you know that. Yeah. You know, and, like... It's cool to hang out and party, but, like, if that's all you care about because you don't want to feel anything because you want to be numb because there's a real life behind you, it's clearly not the answer. And it's A-OK to speak up. It's A-OK to go, I'm not OK with this. I'm not OK. And, like, I'm a huge advocate. That's fucking awesome, but I didn't know that. That's, that's amazing. Like, Thank you. Like, that's fucking bad fucking ass. Now I'm like, you're the fucking superstar. So for any guys, any males out there, if you're listening to this show, you have three grown men. Telling you, seek help and don't allow things to just become that terrible. Should we leave it on a serious note right there? Yeah. Just yeah. take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. We're going to take a break. We're going to play some uh, 21st Century Vampire and discrepancies. So we're going to come back, talk a little bit more, maybe hit a little bit more on mental health. I'm cool. Uh, I, had a, I had a rough weekend myself, so I, I completely understand it, guys. So, But let's uh, take a break, play some music, come right back here on Beyond FM. <laughs> Murder the youth! Open your eyes! I'm the eye, you're 
Our guest tonight, 21st Century Vampire. Thank so you, we just got sir. car bombs. I'm going to read off their card. I'm going to read off the card here. Lieutenant Dan's Paintless Dent Repair. Fuck yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. That's, that's, that's ironic great. and cool. This is my dent repair, and here are some car bombs. <laughs> yes. It wasn't great, but you look forward to the creamy part. <laughs> He just Which loves, sounds he loves really the, perverted. He loves the cream. He loves the cream. I can't wait till the cream gets to my throat. You like the creamy So nice. So my no, mom is to. listening, and I oh, love you. Oh, your I mom love, is listening. I love you, mom, and she just discovered that I have tattoos. Oh, God. <laughs> so Jeff's live stream caught the tattoo on his neck that says, cut here. Oh, Three titties. Yeah. There's, there's titties. We got just Lieutenant Dan over here rubbing titties on the window. The that is the guys that just bought us shots, by the way, everybody, if you didn't know who that was. We don't know them, but they just, they just showed the us their tits. That was a yeah. free show. These guys are awesome. So They must be also five car bombs in. I do recommend. <laughs> look, look, titty marks. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh man, that's awesome! That's awesome! Uh, well, that's a this is a first. This I will is a say, first. This for is sure. a total first for sure. Hopefully, more to come. This is Beyond FM. Attack this rap in the left big strap with a backpack back to the written straight to the 
It's Discrepancies. Rock the show with my boy Dub Flow from uh, Egan's Rats. Before that, we had 21st Century Vampire. You're listening to Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. Good Monday night to you. It's Pat in the studio. Dougie in the studio. Yes, sir. It's the hat trick, and we got the man, the myth. I'm not going to call him the St. Louis legend because he hates that phrase, but the one and only Gary freaking J. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So right before we would go to break, we're talking mental health and it's a subject that not a lot. We don't get to talk about much. Not only on here, we've like kicked around the idea in all honesty about having like a mental health show itself on beyond FM airwaves. And I think like, this is like one of the, like the maybe second or third time we've ever actually like really kind of touched on that subject on these airwaves before. So Gary, we appreciate you bringing that up. So thank you for that. Like got to pay it forward. You know, we didn't know these things years ago, and we know these things now, and it's okay to talk about them. Right. It's definitely something that uh, you learn about um, once you start having issues um, that we go around wearing a mask every single day, and this is everybody, puts a mask on. They show a smile on their face, but deep down, they're they're really hurting Deep not inside. Make, not to make light of it, but I just instantly go to uh, Ben Stein in the movie The Mask. We all wear masks, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. I mean, you're not wrong. But, like, what I've told people, especially with therapy stuff, like, even if you're fine, go to therapy. Yeah. Like, yeah. it doesn't I mean, hurt. You're talking to, I mean, my own personal experience, I've been in and out of therapy office pretty much since I was 11. That and I'm 34, so that's going on 23 years. I mean, it's it's a combination. It was a combination of like a lot of like childhood trauma for a long time. I took a break for a while because it didn't feel like I was really getting anything out of it, and then I went back when I was like 18, and still, even again, it doesn't feel like I'm full. Like I wasn't fully getting much out of it. I go back, kind of in a bad situation with the therapist that I was actually seeing at the time, and it's. You know, he's retired, so I could probably talk about it just a little bit. The fact that he was also seeing my own mother at the same time, that was definitely a conflict of interest right there and definitely probably not the best situation to be in. At the time, I didn't know any better. You know, I was in my late 20s, early 30s for a while, and then now I'm actually in a decent, like, therapy situation uh, contemplating getting, like, into something more than just talk therapy but because there's all sorts of like different kinds of therapy that actually work. As long as you stay away from sand therapy. I mean, at your age, sand therapy just starts really getting creepy. and Sand therapy? Yeah, you get in a play box and you play in sand all day. Is that a real thing? Yeah, it's a real thing. That's wild. I have a feeling like you're fucking with me and like. No, I'm being dead serious. My buddy Mike's a therapist and he works for a school district and they have sandbox therapy. I'm, I'm being dead serious. That's wild. I'm going to have to goggle this. <laughs> seriously, now, let me know what you find on that, because that's just like, I, I, I seriously feel like he's like screwing with me a little so bit. But if you like, if you look it up, look up sand therapy and you end up being on a fucking like watch list and shit, I apologize, Gary. <laughs> okay, knowing, right. this, knowing this motherfucker, he wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him to do that kind of, some kind of fucking bullshit. I like wouldn't, that. I wouldn't mess around with this, with this stuff. I mean, Here's the thing. That's 
there, there's so many different types of therapy out there. There's CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, DBT, dilateral behavioral therapy. Remember that correctly. Don't quote me on that one. But they never do. They each of them are so unique and they touch different parts of your emotions. And therapy, there's nothing wrong with therapy whatsoever. Not at all. Not at all. I fully, full on agree with that statement. There's nothing wrong with therapy. The stigma that people kind of throw into it that, oh, it's like taboo. That's, that's the older generation kind of talking about that kind of shit that, you know, where like, oh, we don't talk about that kind of stuff because you look at like throughout history, there's people that like, I never knew, I believe it was JFK, his older sister had mental health issues. And in order to deal with her, her family got a, gave her a lobotomy at like the age of 18. Yeah, that's not the answer. I didn't know about that at all. Yeah. I, I watched a, like one of those bio, uh, bio documentaries on YouTube, which, you know, I know you hate so much and shit. Uh, but there was, they were talking about JFK and basically his oldest sister, they, she was kind of like a wild, they called her a wild child, which by today, you know, probably meant she had ADHD or ADD yep. or something like that. Before and, they knew what that was. Yeah, before they knew what that was. And in order to deal with her, they gave her a lobotomy at the age of 18. So during his entire presidency, she was still around, and they were like, oh, she's perfectly fine. She's just completely subdued, and she can't do anything. She couldn't take care of herself. That is awful. Yeah. Thing is, that's so – and it's that's like one of the more – I would classify that as probably like one of the most like not only primitive, but like barbaric type of like forms of therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's extreme. ADHD, ADD. Yes. They're, they're real things. I'm not going to get into the medical and all that stuff on that. But a lot of it, if you notice, most of those are diagnosed when kids are young, they just want to get outside and play. They don't want to be cooped up in a classroom all day. And a lot of that, I believe starts with the mental health downward spiral because these kids are bored and they're just getting pill. That's when pills start getting thrown at them and medicine pills is not the answer. Um, you have to talk to somebody. Sometimes pills definitely work when it comes to like that kind of stuff, but not always though. Yeah. Just because the kid's not doing his homework wants to go outside. I don't automatically think he needs to go on Ritalin, Concerta. I mean, to be honest, I mean, I'm sure I have ADHD. I'm very energetic and like, I've always been very spastic and just kind of that kind of person. But like, I believe I was undiagnosed with it in all honesty, like growing up. I had looking at me now. I think I've grown out of that stage. I don't think you have. I think you're still staying the same spastic monkey. You probably were 20 years ago. Well, maybe, but I mean, a bigger thing is like, Here's the thing, and this goes back to what we were talking about with mental health and it being a bad stigma. There's certain places, certain employers, I'm not going to get into and all that because I don't want to get us in trouble, but showing emotion, showing any type of weakness is grounds for termination. You're getting kicked out of certain places, and it's just, it needs to be addressed Everywhere, military, where employment, no matter where you're at, 
mental health needs to be a thing. And I am 100% down for mental health days. Good mental health day with me for, for me would be definitely playing some Frisbee golf out on the course or something like that. Or definitely going for a hike. Uh, I, I pretty much live on the trails. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where would be, like, where's your, like, favorite spot to go, like, hike? I'm, my, pretty much the three I hit all the time would be Cliff Cave, Soco, South County, Castlewood off Big Ben, and then Creepcore Lake recently a lot. Creepcore's got a hiking area? Uh yeah, it's there's like a couple entrances to it. It's a big like, circle around the lake. Yeah, well, well, I also go to the one like to the there's like a beach area. There's a whole bunch of badass stuff, and I I'll spend hours out there. Just do, like you ever, shit. do you ever do Elephant Rock? Where's that? Uh, that one is. Imperial? Yes. Yeah. Uh no, but I like. I want it's a to. good. It's definitely a good spot. It's short. In all honesty, going up like the actual like, uh, like. You know, side of the mountain, basically. Yeah. Like, it's kind of short. It's only, like, maybe, like, a mile and a half at the most. Yeah. But, you know, it gets it gets gets your heart pumping, basically. It's a lot of rocky terrain going up it and down it, so. It depends where you go in at. So, if you go, there's two entrances. You can go in on the trail up next to, like, the actual visitor center. Mm. But if you, there's a park down there, you yeah. can park at the park, go up one way, takes you up to the visitor center there's another trail there and then I think you that can, one's been closed for a while though oh i don't know the last time i was there was open a couple of years back so i don't know i think the the visitor center has been kind of closed due to covid and shit because i went down i went through there a couple times in like 2020 and 2021 it was like the visitor center portion was closed so we had to stick to like the main regular trail and then come back down it's like a, like a mile and a half yeah i'm all so, about like finding new trails i eventually want to try to get out and just hit different ones at different days Occasionally, it depends where I am travel-wise, but, like, if I'm in town for, like, a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday show, or I'm there super early, I'll go on hikes and stuff and just find shit, but usually I just Google it. Well, how, how daring you want to be? We can go through a hike through the neighborhood. Sun's down now. It's going to be kind of a... <sighs> I do need to get my outside workout in tonight. <sighs> Pat, you got scared the last time you went to leave and somebody was outside pumping their arms in the air. It was in the middle of the day. That was shit was in the middle of the day. <laughs> there was a guy literally start like four houses down walking past and he's just doing GTL that, man. Just GTL doing laundry. Just doing that the whole way down makes a left and he's still doing it. Like what is going on? Hey, the other night me and Chrissy are on our way home from uh, that uh, 5k that went to and uh, guys going down outer show, which is the main road out here. Just shadow boxing as he, he take like three steps, shadow box. Take three steps, shadow box. I'm like, man, I hope that dude don't get his ass kicked. I don't shadow boxing. Whatever he's on, he sees something. <laughs> <laughs> shadow to the rest of the world. Yeah. Shadow to the rest of the world, but he's uh, <laughs> he's he's in the fifth round against Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs>
The Mini Color Death, The Sieve on Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. What's happening? Happy Monday night to you. So we got a clarification on something that Doug brought up, and I am shocked to say he's actually right about something. I never doubted you, sir. Sand tray therapy. Great sand, thing. Yeah, apparently sand tray therapy. You can Google this. It is an actual thing. It So people ask, what does sand therapy do? The free, non-structured, and protective space of sand therapy offers a way for people to heal through the therapeutic process. It creates a safe environment that allows people to release their feelings, conflicts, and emotions and bring unconscious fears, thoughts, and memories into their conscious awareness. So what you're saying is I should go home and dig in the killer boxes. I might find a couple of treats. <laughs> <laughs> you do. How many cats you got? At least like three or four, right? Five. Five. Yep, I yes. have Pebbles. She's the queen. I remember Pebbles. She hates Time everybody but dad. <laughs> then How's, was, how is Pebbles dealing with the baby? Uh, fine. Hasn't met her yet. Oh. Met him yet. Yeah. Where are we? What day is it? Uh, <laughs> hasn't met James no. yet. Pebbles has not met James yet. Uh, and then Bam, who is Pebbles' sister. And then there's Dino. Who is amazing? I occasionally will post pictures on. Dougie, Facebook. if you're noticing a trend here with these, some of these. Somebody things. likes the Flintstones. <laughs> Hold on, I'm not done yet. <laughs> not done yet. Dino's awesome though because he was a stray and like he's gray and white and he's legit like right over his mouth. He's got like a gray or a white mustache that like curls up with the colors. It's great. So shout out to him. He's probably not listening, but I'll let him know. <laughs> uh, and then there's there's Pebbles. Bam, Dino, and there's two more. They're newer, but uh, there's Woody and Buzz. Oh, oh and just Woody going, and Buzz, yeah, yeah. Woody and Buzz are also two black cats, and so is Bam. So we have three black cats because you know we believe in superstition. I never heard of Catterday until I met this man. A lot, a lot of my logos and Gary J like merchandise is cat skulls or cat related. So the unsigned don't care hoodie that you're wearing. Yep. You right got Aaron Williams side and then the cat skull, uh, the tattoo, the fucking my cat crossbones. Like I never. Oh, my God. That is a, that is a cat. A cat crossbones. Yeah. Because that's how I mother. Did you did you I know just that? Uh, now realize that. Yeah. Like, I just learned my, that. Are you serious? My, yeah. Some of my shirts. Damn, and stuff, bro. Yeah. I've never put that shit together. I love cats. Like legitimately like. To circle back around, like, a lot of my dark days of not leaving my room and shit, like, legit, Pebbles was right there. She didn't know what was going on. She just knew I was home, and I was sad. Funny funny thing, he said he has three black cats out of the five cats he has. In the United States, we're, like, the only place that believes that black cats are bad luck. Well, it's America for you. We're kind of superstitious. superstitious and messed up in that kind of simple fact. But yeah, I love all my cats. Shout out to all of them. I'm gonna force them to listen, listen to this later. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate. He's gonna serenade his cats. Number one, yeah. Our number one fans are gonna be Gary's cats. <laughs> why? Why is he digging around in our fucking killer box? <laughs> I'm doing sand therapy, guys. <laughs> Brittany walks off. Brittany walks in. Gary, why are you sitting in their kitty litter box? Hey, at least that way he's it's not getting weird. sand everywhere. Hey, that wouldn't be the craziest thing that I've ever done. So don't worry. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Liz for uh, pointing that out. We appreciate that for the insight. Seriously. 
had no idea that it's was It's almost like thing. she had a device that she's on every day that she may have yeah. goggled it. Probably. <laughs> she definitely goggled it. Yeah. Uh, so what do you got coming up? We know, what is it? October 7th. October 7th, Alton, Illinois. St. Louis Anarchy presents Surprise, You're Dead. And uh, unfortunately, well, nah, I guess fortunately, whatever you want to say, uh, myself and Davey Vega will be the main event. So uh, stick your fucking match time so I can go out there and fight at a decent goddamn time. So, <laughs> is that a message to every, all the guys every single night? No, it's only that you go yeah. into that. I mean, shit? yes and no. I mean, Anarchy Crew knows their jobs, does it well. So, like, I ain't got to worry about that. Other places, not so much. But hey, I'm not here to shit on people. I got my shovel, though. Uh, <laughs> but we're not digging through the concrete floor. <laughs> no. Not Bring your shovels, boys. We're burying people tonight. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but, but before then, I'm actually in Kansas City, uh, Missouri on Friday for Journey Pro. And then I'm at Unsanctioned Pro Saturday, which would be what, October 1st for uh, in Ohio. So yeah, I got a busy weekend of travel. And then the following weekend would be. Stanley Sanarchy, October 7th, and then I will hop in a car because I'm a silly, silly man and go straight to Jersey. No shit. Yep. I got how, 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 how long of a drive is that? Too long. When the <laughs> GPS tells you to fuck off, you should probably turn around. Well, let's put it this way. From here to New York City <laughs> is 14 and a half hours. Yeah, you're probably looking at that. <laughs> your so. GPS tells you to fuck off. Yeah. Hey, funny. is your Jeep ever, good. Est ever told you? You've reached your destination. Now get out and walk. No. Yeah, mine. Mine has actually done that a few times. You know, making a few uh, ship deliveries and Instacart deliveries. Like, yeah, it's been like, okay, you reach your destination. Now get out and walk. Walk where? No. Yeah. Uh, usually GPS will take you like. It's so weird. He's like, oh, this is gonna take us the fastest route. But then you realize you've been on back roads for three hours. You're like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I, I took a GPS my first time back from New York back here. And it literally had me hit some couple turnpikes and tolls, and next so thing you know, owe I'm them in a, a grand. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm in a church parking lot. It's like you reach your destination. I'm like, nah, I no, I definitely ain't been in the car. Yeah. But this may be a sign I didn't take, but it could have been a sign. It did it to me a while back too. I was trying to go down to a buddy's house down in uh, Rain Tree uh, Estates down there in Hillsboro. Huh. It's a gated community. If nobody ever has been down to that part of Hillsboro. It's actually gated. Like Ladue type of gated. Wait, they have those type of neighborhoods in Hillsboro? Yes, in Jefferson County, bro. Well, they're it's, hiding. <laughs> <laughs> off in the woods. And it literally teeth? and it says like it says, oh, make this right right here. You've reached your destination. I'm in a fucking dirt road next to a church parking lot and there's a gate clearly in front of me that I cannot get through with the damn car. And it's saying, Pat Here's your sign. Yeah, Go right. to church. Maybe. Screw that noise. I'm good on that. No. Um, so you're in Jersey for uh, Bloodsport Pro, which Ooh. is October 8th. And then, yeah, and then I'll get in a car and haul ass home as fast as possible. I just got a text from someone saying if your GPS uh, tells you to fuck off, you should probably turn around. <laughs> <laughs> That's a factual thing. <laughs> that is definitely factual. But I don't listen, so why would I start now? <laughs> if we listen, we wouldn't be where we're at in life. Yeah, seriously. Very true. I'm stubborn. <laughs> so you got Jersey, and then what? Oh, fuck. The weekend after that would be October 14th and 15th. Uh, 
October 14th, I'm in fucking Austin, Texas. Damn. And then October 15th, I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Whoa. And then home that following week, I believe, is October 22nd weekend. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm actually wrestling a Pops. Oh. Yeah. So that's actually close. My GBS will not tell me. <laughs> that was easy to find. You just uh, go until you smell the... Uh, East, East St. Louis, basically. Smell the syphilis in East St. Louis. Hey, uh, it was cool. I was down at Pops the other night filming uh, like a vignette promo thing. I've never been in Pops, just like a couple people. It's pretty dope. Who like, you uh, who you fighting at Pops? It is me and Thomas Shire in a Texas death match in the middle. Oh, event. Shire. Yeah. Damn. And a Texas death match, huh? Yeah. That's oh, for uh, the Grandel uh, Pro Wrestling Company. Uh, basically, the Grandel guy, Joey, runs... Two shows a year, one at the Grandel in St. Louis, and then he's gonna run one in October at Pops because he loves Halloween. So yep, I'm the main event of that. Uh, that's I think the show name's Dust Till uh, Till Dawn. I've yeah, seen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. You I've may seen, have seen, I've seen like, great movie, great movie, great never, movie. The never, sequels were shit. Never the sequels it. sucked, oh. but the first one was amazing. So, yep, that is October 22nd, and then that following week, I think it's the 29th and 30th. That sounds about right. In my right head. About it. I'm back at Journey Pro, and then I am working uh, Fright Night, which is Indiana, which is like a I'm, – I'm doing a favor for my buddy Mouse. I'm going to go wrestle for him and have fun. It's like a music festival entertainment thing. Okay. So, yeah, that's uh, – I pretty much took September off and then decided to go, well, I'm just going to not sleep ever again. And I'm just going to pedal. <laughs> You're working so. five days a week and then you're hitting the road pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Are you driving by yourself? Or you going? Oh, with? hell no. I got some people I travel with. And, like, yeah. honestly, the rule for me lately is, like, if it's over seven hours, you got to get me a flight. But, like, since I'm helping a lot of people out, like, you know, get their name out there and they want to travel and get reps in, I will sit in a car with people I like that I'm helping. Like, you know, I'll shout out to, like, Anakin uh, Murphy, who I call Diesel, that's his nickname. He uh, uh, he's joined up with. Uh, yeah, he also he's part of Grindhouse. Fuck yeah. those guys, but like he's cool. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I think we know a few other people from Gr- in Grindhouse, though. No, we sure don't. We don't. No, nope, they're no. definitely not the besties in the world. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's the Spitfire and the nope. Gunslinger. Never heard of them. Nope. Man, I, I've been wondering where that name came from, the Gunslinger. Uh, old probably old too much time on your hands of thinking. No. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Fitchett and Vega. Yeah, you know, I don't like to give them just due, but they're probably the best fucking unsigned tag team, if not the best tag team in the world. But moving on, we're talking to me. Uh, <laughs> so basically, you got Anakin Murphy uh, and Victor Analog are two guys that are from Springfield, Illinois area. Actually, one's from Taylorville, Illinois. That's Diesel. And then Anakin is, not Anakin, Victor. They're like my kids. They're not blood, but like, so yeah. They're you basically like be, my two travel wrestle kids. And then like, family. yeah, I help them out a lot. They're fucking super talented and like they will do a lot more in wrestling than I ever could and will. So yeah, the, I get them, you know, on, on shows, get them reps and they travel everywhere with me. So I'll actually be with fucking uh, old Diesel this weekend for Journey and Unsanctioned. So it'll be a happy-go-lucky and cod. In the car with a grumpy old Gary. <laughs> All right, so we're on the subject of uh, the car rides. You, I got, I know for a fact. I've been told you got some stories. Evangelistico told me. Evangelistico, he also a pathological liar. You know what I'm 
The man doesn't know what day it is. I Buddy Shepard. Tru- oh, Buddy Shepard told me some stories. And Buddy you Shepherd got some stories. Buddy Shepard and Evan Delisico are two different people. I wouldn't trust either of those motherfuckers <laughs> to tie my shoe. <laughs> Whatever he said, it's a complete fabrication of the truth. The man's out of his fucking mind. I've known him since I was four and a half years old. Four and a half. His grandpappy and my grandmappy were married for five and a half minutes. Look it up. Google it. It's in the history books. The best five and a half minutes of their life. I watched them make coitus. All right. You leave Shepherd Grandmappy alone. Grandmappy. Who comes up with this shit? You want to get wild? Let's get nuts, all right? Let, you know? You got to crack an egg to cable, make a couple omelets, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's. I think that's the phrase. Alcohol was not involved in the, in the making of this show. No, just... Is that uh, Rain? Yeah. Rain, yeah. This is yeah. my uh, go-to right now. Rainbow Sherbert. You were Sherbert a, ice cream fucking tits, by you, the way. I you were a it. monster man there for a while. Well, I still am. They wouldn't sponsor me, so I kind of fuck off. Uh, <laughs> Rain, I'm right here for you, pal. So basically, uh, yeah, road stories. Uh, I've spent the latter part of shit twenty years on a car, and like not just like twenty five minutes at a time. Like I, I spent four to five to six years in the car with the same people: myself, mm-hmm. Pierre Abernathy, Matt Jackson, not of the Young Bucks, <laughs> uh, Evangelistico, little pathological liar, like a <laughs> Learn how to talk, asshole. <laughs> Pathological liar. Uh, he'll tell you that himself, though. He's a great liar, though. Not to me, though. I look right in his eyes. Look into my eyes. Tell me the truth. Hey, shit. He wouldn't know what was the truth. Uh, those two, the submission squad. I mean, and then Davy Vega, Matt Fitchett. We spent probably five to six years on a car every weekend together. Which is very unheard of, of nowadays with people traveling. Like a lot of people don't do that because mm. they don't understand that's what you have to do. But this so, generation is like definitely not built the same way you guys were built, basically. Absolutely not. Which some of it's good and some of it's bad. But you know, I'm not gonna you know grab my shovel out of my back pocket. So basically, you spend so much time in a car with these people. I saw these people more than my family, which is not like I fucking see much anyways. Fuck most of them. But uh, like. I see these people every day, every weekend, and then, like, you end up just, and it's so, it's like water is wet, you know? Like, it's so, it's just normal, normal day life. Like, okay, it's Friday, Vegas fucking running late because Vegas got Vega time. Vega, be here at noon. Vega, oh, guys, I'm running late. Well, we're actually supposed to leave at 1, but we told you noon, so you got here around 12.30. So we knew how to beat the Vegas system. <laughs> <laughs> how long did it take you guys to figure that one out? A while. Okay. <laughs> We're trying to get Vega on, so we're going to have to clarify that. We're going to tell him where we start at you five. Tell him, uh, you guys start Sunday at noon. He'll be here by Monday. <laughs> Show starts at five, Vega. You better be here. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, okay, he's you, a little better about that. You, you you gave me a great idea with that, so I'm going to have to tell Vega that, like, hey, you need to be here at, like, six, and it'll show up, like, at 630. Yeah, so. if you're lucky. <laughs> How are you, Vega? All right, we got it. You're grouchy. Uh, but no, See, but, he really is one of the grouchiest people. I've, like, not he used to be. He used to be. He he's he's keeled out a lot better, and like he's found himself therapy, and like mm. not to like dive into him, but like he's definitely figured some shit out. But we were all young and we were kids, so that yeah, it goes for everybody. 
We're all a little more grown up, except Evangelistico. Fuck that guy. I tell you what. <laughs> he really just sticks in my craw, you know what I mean? <laughs> sticks. I think that's the first time I've ever heard anybody face-to-face say sticks in my craw. But okay. Yeah. Thank so you anyways, uh, Well, the motherfucker ate my crawfish once, all right? I'm just trying to do a fucking meal. Don't eat the man's crawfish. Exactly. He knows the exact time and date. He'll tell you the trip we were on. All right? You, you get me and him in a room, I'll box him. Anyways, his great-grandmappy and my grandpappy, they're divorced now after their five minutes. Um, no, like, basically, you spend so much time with people. So, like, yeah, we have so many road stories. Obviously, some I will share and indulge and enjoy. Some you just can't tell because of the times because... Things were a lot different. You can't. Okay, here's the thing. After two weeks ago, we had Dan O'Connor on here talking. Uh, yeah, about that story's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the story that Dan O'Connor dropped, I'm pretty sure. Let's. Do you think you could top that? <sighs> I've never been jerked off by a midget. So no. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> oh, I can't. What? What's the term for? What's the, is midget? Uh, uh, a little, bad term? Let's go a little person. Just Sorry. Say, just say the little person. I, I, I like yeah. to be polite and political. <laughs> yeah. So if I'm going to be... If Brad off, Williams, if the comedian Brad Williams listened to this, we're trying to be politically correct for you, Brad Williams. Exactly. So. so if I'm getting jerked off by a little person, then so be it. But I've never been jerked off by a little person. So Evan, on the other hand, though... <laughs> <laughs> As uh, Dan likes to say, you know, pretty much everybody has that midget fetish. So. Uh, I do not. You don't? No, not at all. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, so anyways. <laughs> We're yeah, not so, going to get into Gary's fetishes tonight. So <laughs> I don't have any. I'm plain Jane, run of the mill, man. I'm as, pretty normal. As Dan would say, you can't spell or spell hustle without STL. True that. Ugh. True that. Ugh. Anyways, <laughs> I'll be outside after the show tonight right. shadow boxing. Right. Uh, so you at least got one story that you can't tell. Oh, I got a couple. Uh, this past weekend, I was in Crown Point, Indiana for Black Label Pro. They did their uh, sub grab, not sub grab, turbo grabs twenty four tournament, which was like an afternoon show, evening show, big tournament thing. So like, me and Sarah Rose, step to Sarah, are leaving the show because she did ring announcing and I wrestled. We hit a gas station. I like at that point it's like ten thirty eleven at night. I just want to get some quick and get the fuck home. This four and a half hour drive is quick and fast and painless for me. Like it's short. So we stop at a fucking get Rin gas station, well lit. We walk in and. There's no one in there but us, so we're grabbing our shit. And the the cashier, like, seemed to be in his mid-20s, long, blonde hair. He's like, oh, we're closed. I'm like, oh, fuck, sorry. I didn't know, man. Like, there was no sign. It just said open. So I figured I'd come in and grab a snack and fucking pay your bill. So, like, we're grabbing stuff, and he's like, oh, I'll, I'll ring you out, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. I go to the front door, and he goes, no, you can't go out. It's locked. I'm like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to get out? He's like, oh, I'll unlock it. Okay. That's not even the st- part of the story that's amazing. I fucking, we go out, there's no one in the parking lot, she's parked over to the left of the door, and then, or they are parked over to the left of the door, got that right, and then, uh, yeah. yeah, so then, we're about to get in the car, I'm kind of like looking across, like, you get in the car, you usually look to the left, because like, regardless, how many times have you sat in the car at the same time with somebody, and then smashed heads or elbows, it happens to me too much, mm. maybe just a Gary Jerry problem. Fuck you, Evan. <laughs> so, uh, basically... I think we have to do a running count of how many times you said fucking within the last half hour. 
So, like, I'm getting in the car, and then all of a sudden, there's this car over there. There's a car backing up. Door opens. Like, this white, old, look like a Lincoln, like an old person's car. Yeah, I'm I'm categorizing old people and Lincolns together. <laughs> it's that's ba- what you would imagine. But. Yeah, it, it's backing up. The door flies open. And I'm like, oh, that's odd. Mind you, it's 11 o'clock, past 11 o'clock, in the middle of nowhere, Indiana, like, at a gas station. I'm like, oh, a little weird. Door opens. Old dude stands up. Car moving still. And I'm like, what the fuck? Guy gets out of his car. Door mows him over. He runs himself over. <laughs> I, I'm not lying. I swear to God. And I'm like... I'm freaking out. Sarah's freaking out. She's like, I got to call 911. And we're like, I'm the cashier sees this, runs outside, jumps in the car that's still moving, stops it. Oh, that's a regular. I'm like, regular? He just ran himself over with a car. We're calling 911 because I'm like, he's fucked. I was like, I just watched the dude die. Guy pops up with adrenaline. I'm fine. Runs over by the gas pumps. I go, no, man, you just ran yourself over with a car. You're not fine. Oh, no, no, I'm fine. Older dude. Sarah's like, I'm calling 911. I'm like, you probably should. Like, we just watched this dude run himself over, which I know your thing is like, how, how does that happen? He's like, oh, I forgot to put it in park. Well, when you're halfway out of the car, wouldn't you realize, hey, it's still moving. I better throw this motherfucker in park. Right, right, right. I realize he, like, the door hits him and he, he must have, like, turned and, like, ran over, like, part of his shoulder arm. Still, you ran yourself over with your own car. Who does that? And then I was like, oh, I know why he doesn't want to, uh, the 911 call. He's drunk as piss. Oh my God. I was like, that's gotta be the only reason, right? Like, he's drunk as shit. So I'm still trying to figure out, like, how that all happened. He, I saw him stand up, like, kind of get out of the car. And then the door just knocks him over, and you hear him go, Aah! and then the car ran him over. Like, backed over him. Guy runs out, Jeez. stops the car. He's a regular. I was like, ah, he, you better call 911 or an ambulance. He just ran himself over. And what? That's not the end of the story. <laughs> oh, God. So I was like, Sarah was like, I bet he's drunk. I was like, yep, that's why he doesn't want the police here. Because, like, clearly. DWI in, in the waiting. Yeah. In the fact that you ran yourself over with your own car. Anyways. And the guy was like, oh, well, he was he was coming to run to see if he could, uh, I could, he could pay for this stuff. Or, like, I was like, pay for what stuff? He's already out in his car. He takes his bag. The cashier grabs the bag from the old guy, goes in and rings it up. I'm like, I don't, what? I, I'm not, I swear. Like, I was like, he was trying to pay for the stuff. So he was trying to get out of his car so he could pay for it. But wouldn't you pay for it and then go to your car? Well, I was in a bag and after you'd already been hit by a car. So being hit by the car, does that get him out of the DWI? No, I, mean, I, he's I don't straight. think so. At, at, at so point, the cops, did the cops show up? Oh, no. Uh, Sarah ended up not calling the cops. I was like, fuck it. Don't worry about it. Let's just get the fuck out of here. She's like, yeah. So we get out of there. So, yeah, basically, I watched someone run themselves over their own vehicles. Out of there. <laughs> God. I mean, yeah. I think that'd be enough payment. You just rain yourself over because you're drunk. How dumb do you feel, though? Like, the next day, you know you were feeling that. Oh, guaranteed. Like, man, what happened to my arm last night? It was just weird. Where the tire I, tracks come from? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, oh, and, yeah, I did run myself over with the and car. And, of course, once the cashier stops the car, he pops up and goes, boy, that was wild. I was like, is this a regular thing? Does he hit himself? Does, does Frank run over himself every Saturday night? Is like a kink. <laughs> this is in Indiana, right? Yeah. 
It's just weird. How the fuck does now that Now you happen? said uh, tire tracks. All I can think of is like Thanos from uh, God of War with the uh, the red paint down his oh, face. God. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, that, that was on Saturday. So it's not like that was long removed. It's Monday, so a day and a half. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say, uh, I'll tell you an evangelistico fuck him story. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't know if you've heard this one or he's told it. Uh, oh, boy. This has nothing to do with the divorce, by the way. So we were on some long car ride somewhere. And like I said, you're on a long car ride with a lot of people for 20, 30 hours. Sometimes you just get goofy. You're just goofing off, having fun. We got pulled over, I don't know how many times on trips, a lot. One trip to Texas, we got pulled over like four or five times. Just because, like, in Oklahoma, they have nothing to do but pull people over. Yeah. So, like. It's like Kansas, too. Yeah, like, no, like nothing but flatland, so they're just they can't they can't hide. It's basically on the way to Kansas. It's just it's like a loves, a church, a porn shop, corn. That's all you see. That's all you need in life. Well, that's also mid Missouri too, pretty much from yeah, Columbia pretty, over to Kansas City. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, we got pulled over once, and as you know, Evan, a bit out there. <laughs> uh, you never had a conversation with this guy, yeah. He's a fucking G. He, the dude's got a degree in psychology. He's actually really smart. That's what's fucking crazy. He knows what he's doing. Just so, one too many bumps. Not even that. He, he, he's an evil genius. Legitimately. <laughs> evil fucking genius. God. Here I am taking, saying nice things about him. <laughs> so basically. So you got to hit him with a fuck, fuck Evan real quick. No, I won't. No? Because, you know, I consider him a brother. So, uh, and I, I, I've shit on his name enough tonight. So... We get pulled over. He's driving because when he gets real fucking tired, he starts just like slapping himself in the face. He'll open the window and put his hand out the window like that's going to save his life. So then like we get pulled over for something and like he's just in a goofy mood, which is cool because it happens. I'd rather have people being goofy and having fun than just being fucking mean and pissy the whole time. He gets pulled over. The cop rolls the window down, and the cop's like, uh, blah, 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 and he goes, I'm sorry, officer. And you know those travel pillows, right? That, like, go around your neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks right at the cop, dead in the eyes, puts it on his head like a horn, and goes, sorry, officer, ride a horn! (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I'm in the back seat in the middle, because that's where I was a lot. I was like, well, we're fucked. (laughs) We're done. To, to their credit, we I don't think we got a ticket because Jake's evil genius mind, I think, made the cop laugh and was like, well, you know what? Just be careful. <laughs> I can only imagine just the... <laughs> he was driving. <laughs> Evan was driving during that. Or yeah. no. Yeah, he, he was at the driver. No, he was driver. And I think he had the neck pillow around his neck because he would sleep and drive because that's safe. <laughs> and, yeah, sorry, officer. Rhino horn. And I'm like, we're doomed. <laughs> no, didn't get a ticket. I mean, oh my God, the, there was a couple times we were pulled over. Like it got hot in the car sometimes, like, regardless of AC or not. So like you travel your shirt off. We got pulled over once, uh, and I don't remember the actual story, but the the, the end of the story is like officers like, why is everybody shirtless? Evan, oh, just a whole bunch of bird shit. <laughs> Okay. I mean... He just ran with it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times you just go with it, you know, because <laughs> it's what happens. Just a bunch of bird shit. Just bird shit. Um, 
there was in the early years we were we did a fucking show in, in in Illinois somewhere. It was just me, Evan, and Pierre, Matt Jackson, not of the Young Bucks, and uh, fucking Evan's driving the old gold Maxima. We hope that that thing was a beaut. And uh, shout out to that thing. I don't know where the fuck it is. Probably salvage yard. But anyways, the Maxima. R.I.P. We somehow all fell asleep. And then at some point, someone just like yelled tinfoil and we stopped at the red light and woke up. I'm not lying. Once again, this happened. Because I'm in the back seat. I nodded off. It was like three and a half hour drive. Usually we're pretty good. The other two nodded off and then we ended up with tinfoil. Huh? All woke up and we were at a red light. Yeah. Damn. That's scary. Oh, that's, yeah. that's fucking scary. It's scary enough to let Evan drive away. <laughs> uh, so, just weird shit like that happens. And, like, I don't know how many, like, gas stops. Gas stations are, like, those are interesting, too. Like, Love's. Uh, I love going to a Love's because they're usually clean and, like, you don't feel like you're going to get scabies. Mm. Uh, then you hit those other mom and pop places and you're like... This is real, like, fucking backwards. When was the last time you cleaned this bathroom? Jesus Christ. Clean the bathroom? We live in that bathroom. Yeah, that my grandpappy was born in yeah. that bathroom. Sad that, part is those uh, mama pops that are look nasty as hell are probably cleaner than the Love's gas station. Uh, I don't know. Well, if you find no. a good lot lizard, it depends. Oh, but hey, you know what a lot lizard is, right? I know what a lot lizard okay. is. I'm pretty sure Brittany would appreciate that statement. <laughs> she listens in later. Why would I mess with a lot? Is it not my problem? But uh, what does that mean? Account hey, services. services. Douglas, what's going on? Oh, Chicago's <laughs> calling you. Hey, Phil? Every, every once in a while, you got a prostitute uh, that calls. He heard, yeah. CM yeah. Punk heard your, uh, heard your words. Yeah. So. so, yeah, those are just a couple of random stories. But, like, harmless is just weird. Like, a lot of weird shit happens and you don't think about. And then, like, uh, just wrestlers sometimes lack common sense. As silly as that sounds, like, it's you can weird. tell one story of, of wrestlers like lacking common sense. We're gonna take a quick break. Oh, absolutely. We're gonna come back. Like I'm gonna play one quick song, come back, and we're gonna hear at least one story of wrestlers lacking common sense. Absolutely. That's cool, with Gary. Absolutely. All right, we'll be right back right here on Beyond FM. I just need some time.
comes in waves with enlightenment on beyond fm the best of everything stl we got a quick shout out uh, apparently gary's got some new fans coming in because of his love for cats and kitties and stuff like that so i've had a couple people text in and say gary you we have new you have new fans good just for that simple fact also a quick shout out to doug uh doug's brother and his lovely sister-in-law yeah thanks for turning it in Appreciate happy it. festivus isn't that a Seinfeld reference? Yeah, it's a Seinfeld. Get reference. with but it. I know, I know, but isn't that uh day before Thanksgiving? Uh, December twenty third, to be exact. Hmm. I celebrate every year. Festivus for the rest of us. There's a couple other words for that ter- that day, but hey, we won't go there. <laughs> right. This is a PG show, pal. <laughs> no, uh, this is uh, not even close, sir. This is full discretion. Or ooh. There's definitely an E next to everything we post on here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we try to be better, but then, you know, shit goes off the rails within the first, like, 20 minutes every single episode. It's We're kind of subdued when the first since the first time we've been on the show. You remember the first time. Yeah. With, with it was Evan, that you, was and Matt, yeah. and, you know, Brooke was in, Kim was still there, and it was just like, fuck this, fuck that, fuck you. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> nothing was accomplished there during was, that. No, nothing. no, not at all. And you even said that you brought Matt in. To corral you and Evan because you guys would have gone off the fucking he, rails. He took the day off. <laughs> Fuck All him. Right. What did he ever, who did he ever beat? Huh? So I actually, if I'm giving any shout outs, it's to Evan's grandma. Your grandmammy. Your grandmammy. No, no. Or she's not, I, I wish she was my grandmammy. You're his grandmammy and your grandpappy. Oh, oh, grandma dangerous, bad bitch. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so you said before we got some stories. About oh, the lack of common sense? Lack of common sense. These are all about me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> legitimately. My memory like is shit because CTE, and sometimes I just don't think. Like, I'm an airhead at times. I, like, when I, when I was a kid, my hair color was blonde. I, I don't know if it's offensive. I'm a blonde. I'm a ditz at times. I'm not offending anybody. It's just the truth. So, like... I travel a lot, but like back in the early years, like I'd always ask, like, okay, we're going, we're going to Chicago. This is a true story. We're on the way to Chicago, and I seen a sign that says Chicago, and I look right at fucking someone in the car. I go, is that going to take us to Chicago? Well, you know, fucking shit's going to take us to Chicago. The sign says to Chicago. <laughs> I'm like, oh, once again, lack of common sense. <laughs> and to me, I, like, I was like, man, what the fuck was I thinking? I forget addresses a lot, like legitimately, and I'll ask the same question about a hundred times, especially if I don't know the answer. It's like, what's the address? Oh, okay. Ten minutes later, 
What's the address? It's it's in the fucking group chat, pal. I'm like, oh, you're right. This is like conversations that happened yesterday. Like you didn't do that with me when you asked for like the deets for this, and I was I gave you the yeah address. because like I was like sometimes I'm with it and sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm just out to lunch. <laughs> but you know, shocker, right? The guy that has five cats. But yeah, like I don't know, crazy, just, instead of crazy cat lady, it's just crazy cat Gary. Legitimately, like my life goal is the fucking. Me, the cats, James, fucking go find ourselves some land about 10 miles away from everybody and just live the fuck away from everybody. But my next door neighbor will be Evan because we have to start our ostrich farm. <laughs> Nothing wrong with starting an ostrich farm. Hell no, that's our retirement plan. <laughs> Is that That's the real retirement Shoot, plan? Shoot, brother. Yeah, that's real. We always talk about just quitting and fucking starting an ostrich farm. What about, what about Matt, though? What would Matt do? Fuck him. <laughs> He can be happy doing what he's doing. He's got Deborah in basketball. I just want I just want one of them eggs. When you when you start your ostrich farm, I just no, want you better egg. not eat that thing. Yeah, I, I know the way you think. <laughs> you this motherfucker <laughs> goes through some eggs, man, with an ostrich egg. Hold on, whoa, 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 not him, just last, me. It would last the two of us go through days. ninety eggs a month. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Eggs are good, though. Yeah, they are. But yeah, so like, uh, like if you know anything about ostrich farms, hit me up. I want to learn about it. Like, I got to know about it because that's a retirement plan. Just live on a farm. You heard it here first, folks. We need uh, any information you got on ostrich farms, which you know, actually, uh, was it ostriches? No, it was emus. Never mind. Sorry, right. my uh, my family owns like a good chunk of property down in Farmington next to Doe Run, in Doe Run, huh. and. Going down this like dirt path in order to get to the property, it's sandwiched between a fa- regular farm that's got like cows. Yeah. And when you get to a certain point, the cows will follow you down the because they're expecting food. Yeah. The other side, they got emus. That's fucking dope. The emus just like running around this like little spot and shit. And now, it's like they're following you down too on like huh. one particular side. So, yeah, Doug and the lemu, the emu farm there. God, I don't know he, what just happened. Liberty yeah, Mitchell. He just he just ruined uh, a, a good spot. Way to ruin that vibe there. Seriously, uh, good, good job. Got to do something around here. <laughs> I don't think that's what Tony meant. So when he said uh, get we're working for involved, the con man, he said to get to get him more involved. I don't think that's what he meant. Hey, so uh, I just got a text message, Pat, and Troy is mad. You still have not given him a shout out. He's listened for the whole two hours. Who's Troy? Uh. Somebody that I'm not going to refer to. <laughs> Is there, what's the he listened to the full two hours and he, yeah, you can wait till next week's show, you <laughs> son of a bitch. If you, want, if, you want, if you want a shout out from Pat, you got to subscribe to his OnlyFans. He'll shout you out there. Yes. Yes. For, for, for a small fee of $399 a month. <laughs> You'll get some Most very expensive only you'll fans get some in very history. classy but yet naughty photos of his feet. <laughs> Scratch and sniff. Yes. Scratch and sniff yep. on your phone. So yeah. all right, let's get out of here. Quick shout out to Albert Pools, got number seven hundred. Number yeah, seven. Yeah. And quick shout out to Gary. Make sure you follow him on all the socials. Um Facebook, Instagram, all that, see where he's gonna be at. Yeah, I mean, I'll shout it all out right now. Uh, Facebook would be Gary J. Instagram is unsigned and don't care 85. And then Twitter, because I'm one of those people, is at Stiff Robo Ginger. And if you want to buy anything of me, like merchandise. He's got some good merch. My cat food, whatever, you know. 
Uh, just go to fullygimmick.com, put my name in the search bar, and buy some sweet dripping duds. Yes, sir. Sweet dripping duds. All right, let's get out of here. Until play next some, time. Until next time, we're going to play some non-points and uh, might kick it over to a little more discrepancies for the night ends. Uh, I think Tony's got his uh, replay coming up here in a minute, so keep it right here. We are out of here. Catch you all next Monday. Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. Peace. Go fuck yeah. yourself, San Diego. <laughs>